Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of Inspirational Crits. It's Joey here, just to start you off with a little warning that my voice in this episode is a little clippy, so I'm sorry if that's a little off-putting for some people. The last episode and this episode were a little uh, wonky because we switched from one recording software to another recording software, and we were still kind of working out the bugs. Hopefully we won't have too many more problems in the future. I tried to re-record over some of the more terrible parts, uh, so sometimes when you hear my voice it might sound a little off uh, compared to the rest of the recording. With that, I'll let you go ahead and get started with the episode. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. The last time on episode episode 22 we last played, uh, the group had a very lovely dinner with the leaders of the forum, surprise guest, Delmore here. Business talk was had before the night faded into fun chit chat of parents who know each other, of their daughters who were dating each other. And the next day, the party teleported, teleported off to Whitefair, where they met Falros and Lyanna, very unsuspected guest, Vero Galadon. Now, Arcris has been to Whitefair once, did not leave the town. Don't even think he looked out of a window. No, I'm pretty sure I just sat there and had tea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you had tea with Falros while Charlie read books. So I'm going to start off with saying that you do not need to plan your attack on Elzalore uh, because we're going to do a little thing that Abria did on Critical Role, which I think is a really good way to save time since a party can spend two hours planning a heist or a rob like something similar of that nature. And they just plan for two hours and you get to the thing and nothing goes according to your plan. So, uh, we're not going to plan. You're not going to talk about it. What we're going to do is it's going to be a system where once we do get to that game, everybody, each one of you, gets a little proverbial token. And when something pops up, like an obstacle or a challenge, any one of you use your token and say, I planned for this. And then you tell us, how you guys plan for this instance, what might happen, and then we play it out from there. Does anybody have any objections? So anything goes on planning for this, huh? Yeah, so pretty much that's what I'm going to get to it. We're going to get there. Okay, so this is happening. Planned for this. Now, keep in mind, so if it gets to the point where, like, say, Abby and Havoc and... I don't know, boats still have their tokens. And Saleya, you've already used your token. But nobody else, none of the three of them can come up with an idea. One of them can give you their token. 
You can work together. Got it. Congratulations, you've done planning for the takeover of Operation Everest. Murder Elza Fuck. Yes, Operation. Yeah. I would say that took you to about, you guys probably had lunch after lunch. Day is yours. You are in a city that some of you have been to quite a few times. Okta, Kravok, LA. It's like your fourth or fifth time here. Okta, Kravok, and Saleya know what a good chunk of these buildings are. Ah, uh, okay. So we have like a little home base kind of. It was number 30, but. It was something. It was either there or it was this one, but I think it was this one. So, the day is yours. What would you like to do? Uh. Victor. Sorry, Victor's in a town he's never been in. That's true. Yeah, Victor, is there anything that you are interested in terms of looking at this? Saleya, you know that your mother is at the orphanage. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, there's two things that I, I want to do. One, one Well, I want to find my mom, and something we both, or all, probably want to do is go shopping to prep to get gear for this invasion. Yeah, I there's there's a few other things that are kind of boring, but, like, I we still have some gear to figure out what it does. Like, uh, we have Funky Dagger, Funky Dagger, a Fancy Quiver, and a Fancy Ship Rapier from Rook, which I don't know who has that right now. I have that. Ah, okay. There's a reason I have that. It's going to be yeah, an engagement that is fine. <laughs> Here, I will mark that then. And but I regardless... do know what it does. Oh, okay, good. All right. But yeah, the other things I would like, the Dagger and Quiver, I'd like to figure out what those do. But I don't know if that's something I can do or if I should. The, the fancy dagger is, um, if uh, this is the one I think it is, that's Victor's. <laughs> the quiver is all you, bud. Cool. Okay. Then I want to figure out what the quiver does. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. the quiver was, uh, the quiver is you. Uh, the dagger was uh, claimed by Victor for a reason. Yeah, that's fine. This is more just, I, I have a, a list of this gear that was, no, we never figured out. Or I, I at least didn't know what we had done with everything. So, uh, so yeah, that's something that, I don't know if that's something I can find out just by... Oh, no, that's a different funky dagger. Oh. That they got, there's the bracelet dagger that they got from, with different dagger. Yeah, Victor took the bracelet dagger, Rose and Thorn. Okay. So, so yeah, so those things, I don't know if there's someone in town we can take them to figure them out, or if that's something that we can figure out what those are, but... Um, Octa, you know that there are a couple of people in town, obviously. I mean, Falros and like Ursaea might be able to do it, um, and then they are... <laughs> Abby it. knows how to do it. And Abby also knows. Charlie also knows. Hi, that's me. I'm Charlie. Yeah, so, uh, Charlie, I have these weird magic things that we should figure out what they are <laughs> or possibly magic things. Mm -hmm. We have this random potion, this dagger and this quiver. I'm going to uh, sit here and ritual, figure out what they are by casting identify. I'm sure we're going to have like dinner or a meal or something. So yeah. Like... This is more just something I wanted to get out of the way because I didn't want to have like I, a really amazing quiver that I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> I, I, I'm amused by a few of these. I might have to go to the Dragon Sweet Tooth. Listen, it just says Dragon Sweet Tooth. I have no idea what it is. Knowing Joey at the brothel. Oh, you guys, I think you already, <laughs> I think you guys actually already um, figured these out. 
because I've yeah. already posted. Right. I thought them. you said that like, oh, Charlie would be able to do it, and then you told us. Yeah, that's right. You. Well, so, what yeah. is dragon for instance? So, so the okay. dagger is a dagger of venom. Okay. The good old poison dagger. Potion is a potion of flying, and the quiver is the quiver of Elona. Well, okay. For arrows. That would make sense. Um, you get to be a walking arm. Does anybody want this potion <laughs> and or dagger? Because I can already fly, kind of. Could you imagine me flying? I mean, it would be kind of rad. Like, it you could charge people. We <laughs> made you fly already anyway. Yes, I know. We made a meteor out of a, out of a werewolf. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's just like, that might be kind of neat. Well, anyways, so we can, we can, somebody can take that whenever they feel like they want to. But yeah, in terms of other cool stuff, should we go by the Sweet Tooth place? I don't know. I was, that was just a, uh, that was me looking over the notes going, <laughs> interesting. Yes, we should go while everybody figures out what the else they might want to do. Because I feel like we're just going to be doing a bit of town sightseeing in the meantime. Well, there's the Mystic Vial, the Dragon Scale Armory, Vaughn's fire, Fine Armor and Weaponry. That might be a neat place for us to go. Sounds sexy. I feel like I'm reading a map. Like, well, these are like, all of our attractions. I feel like this, <laughs> this is Saleya and Ock kind of going, well, these are the places we hit up for. <laughs> we know that there's more to the town. I don't know. So we don't know which one the orphanage is, or we do? Uh, well, so you can, you can ask, here. and they'll, like, Lyanna okay. will point out that it's it's number 16. It's oh, okay. just southeast, which is big old thing. Mm-hmm. Does anybody want to come help me with my emotional trauma? Oh, Definitely. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be good shit. Good shit. Yeah, let's let's do some emotional trauma. And then we'll do retail therapy. Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll buy our family for it. Oh, God. Emotional damage and then retail therapy. <laughs> emotional damage. Yes! I love emotional damage. All right. So who else going with... I feel like we all probably are. Oh yeah. Yeah, you oh, all want to see this. All right. <laughs> I want to see her cry. You'll be disappointed probably, right. but we'll find out. So you guys are taking down towards the bottom of the tower, and as you're walking, you can see out some windows. Victor, you see because you're pretty high up. As you look out the window, you get your first glimpse of White Fair. It is a sprawling. They call it a city. But compared to Waterdeep, it is a village. What a quaint town. Yeah. But it's, it is, it's not very big. It's still pretty big, pretty populated, has a lot of houses, a lot of buildings. But what is unique about it is there is a rounded wall around the perimeter of the city. But that's not even the crazy part. Lots of cities have outer walls for protection and keeping out intruders. But what's even weirder is beyond that wall, and you know your comrades have told you about this place, but you didn't really process it in your mind, but there's a labyrinth surrounding what you can assume is this central city. Alea, if you die, we're stuck here. I'm not going to... Die! Haven't you learned how hard it is to kill me yet? No. <laughs> you you can see though. You see like in the out in the light. You actually see a lone what appears to be horn walking along the top of the walls, and then you watch him tap his foot, and the wall like folds out, and he starts walking down the stairs. Yeah, I don't want to process that. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along then. <laughs> 
you walk out of the tower and into the town, into the bright sunlight. The city is awake and bustling. And you make your way to the orphanage. And when you get there, uh, you see that the kids are out in, like, the courtyard kind of play area in front of the building behind a wrought iron fence. And they seem to be watching this woman, about middle-aged uh, human, with black hair but she has this and some of it's graying and she has a bit of uh, a streak of blue through it and it's pulled up into a ponytail and she seems to be showing these kids simple little cantrips like simple magic there's not a lot of kids they probably have at most 10 or so the oldest appearing to be about 15 and there's this red-skinned uh female tiefling uh, she's kind of like sitting off to the side in a chair reading a book um, so this woman is showing these kids these simple cantrips like light and minor illusion, like she'll do one and then some of them will try to copy her. And they have these tiny little baby spell books and stuff. Um, <laughs> it's really cute. Um, my first spell book. I don't remember reading that. Well, the question is, which one's your mom? <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess uh, I'll just walk up to closest person there, closest adult that I see, which I guess is that woman. Who here uh, has a kid that they no longer have? It's an orphanage. You're going to have to be yeah, more specific. Define, define kid, because we have not revisited my child in a very long time. He's probably, like, head wizard by now. Head wizard. So, yeah, I guess I'll just uh, walk up to, to this person. Uh, does she greet me in any way, yeah. or is she just... Uh... So as you push the gate open to the courtyard of the orphanage, it kind of creaks a little bit, and the woman teaching the magic kind of looks up, and the female tiefling in the chair kind of looks up, and the magic user is like, I got it. Go back to your book. And she walks over to you, looks down at the kids, says, keep practicing, and she walks over to you. Hello. What can I do for you? I'm actually looking for someone. Maybe you could help me. Uh... I'm looking for a woman named Sarah Whitefair. Or Sarah Denthier, sorry. That would be me. I'm Sarah. Um, oh, hi. Um, mommy. <laughs> I'm Saleya. You watch as her face goes a little pale, and she looks over at the tiefling and the group of children. I think we're going to have to cut the lesson a little short today, kids. Sorry. Hope, can you take over? And Hope goes like, yeah, of course. And kind of raises an eyebrow and corrals the kids back into the building, giving you all this kind of like these like hesitant looks and almost immediately appears in one of the windows, like watching out like she's trying to do that thing where she's like watching, but she's trying to make it look like she's not watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, totally not paying attention, paying attention. Uh, hi, d d don't. Sorry, this is this is I'm not really sure how to react here. Does your father know you're here? Um, well, m not exactly. Uh, uh, mom knew. Well, I guess you're mom, but, you know, mom. Never, I mean, I never met the queen. Awkward. Sorry. I'm sure this isn't comfortable for you either. Um, should we, we should, sit down? We should, we should sit down. And she, like, hurries about and tries to gather enough chairs for everybody to sit together. See, she just got this meek smile on her face, like, she kind of like she's hoping she hasn't made a mistake, you know, that kind of look. And Sarah has this look on her face like she's trying to process what's going on. Like, this wasn't supposed to happen. What am I supposed to do now? Look, all I know is who you are. I don't know what happened, why you left. 
Celia, what your father and I had, there was a lot of wine involved. Well, I, I guess you definitely are my mother. <laughs> there, I don't know if I should be concerned or proud. Uh, <laughs> but so, look, I I liked your father. There was what we had. It wasn't wasn't an affair of love. It was don't want to say mistake because that sounds like uh, or uh, I just put my hand on her shoulder. And I understand. You don't need to say anymore. But the way I the way I understand it though, you you knew you. What what brought you here? I, I from what I understand, you had you had real status. You. You, you you are in service to my family. What 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 happened? I was the daughter of a noble family in Waterdeep. We were charged with the housing of diplomatic kings and other such figures on their stay in Waterdeep. That was how I met your father. We got on quite well, and one drunk night led to a short affair, which led to you. My family was not at all pleased with the outcome. Your father offered to support me, take me to Evermeet, even, but I didn't want to intrude into his life like that. We both agreed to him taking you back to Evermeet and raising you there as his and the Queen's. It was better than the other choice, which was being raised by a poor, disowned single mother. And obviously that was the right choice. I mean, look at you. You're amazing. <laughs> I, well, don't get too caught up in amazingness we we have a lot more in common than you might think oh uh, well i'm not exactly welcome at my home either oh yeah besties <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i, I just kind of look around like kind of yeah you know, i mean it's an orphanage obviously it's probably somewhat tattered uh look do you do you need anything Oh, gods, no, I'm fine. No. I know this is awkward for both of us. I don't really know how to handle this, to be honest. I, I just thought I was here. I heard you were here. I figured we should meet at least once. No, no, this this is good. How are the king and queen, by the way? Um, huh. Oh, this conversation keeps going worse places. Uh, well, the king... Dad's... Okay. Thought he wasn't for a long time, but he's okay. What is uh, what does that mean? Um well we thought he had been killed several years ago. Oh. But turns out he was just spending a long time reflecting on himself. God, that was a bad <laughs> pun. I love it. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, that was <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm gonna uh just kinda wave my hand and use mage hand to slap Victor across the face. <laughs> Mage hand to high five it. <laughs> Mage hand to flick off, Victor. I see you inherited some magic from your father after all. Seems like you're quite good. I'm impressed. Now that I do appreciate. By the way, um, speaking of which, do you know anything about Hephaestus? I know that he is the patron of your family's sorcerous arts. I didn't know. Well, you know of the magic arts. They haven't told me a whole lot. I didn't know if you knew anything. No, I'm sorry, I don't. My magic comes from more like books. Ah. Mine's like a nurture over nature kind of thing, while yours is like, you know, innate, born with it. Yeah, um, 
mom told me I once accidentally set the crib on fire when I was a baby. That is amazing. Well, I mean, not amazing like you almost died in a fire as a baby kind of thing, but like amazing that you could, you know, control magic at, you know, such a young age. She actually is openly chuckling at this now. No, that's... that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Yes, uh, anyway, as far as how I ended up here, uh, Iovana took me in at the Lust of the Dragon. I worked there for some time. You know Iovana? Of course. Oh, she's, she's a friend. She's an amazing person. Pretty sure that's where you got most of your information from. <laughs> that's where you got... Wow, yeah, my memories are really failing me right now. Yeah, she's the one that knew about your mother and where she was. Get a notebook! That... Take some notes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna read them even when I take them! It's hey, Joey, that wasn't even from the notebook. That was from my memory bank. I'm, Thank you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> hey, I got, I got a question if it's an opportune moment, which it sounds like it might be. Go ahead. I would like to roll an insight when she was talking about uh, Salaya's dad. Oh, about not being in love with him? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. So that is a 23. A 23. Thanks for the help, mm -hmm. geek. I, I need help here. I'm having trouble coming up with entertaining dialogue. <laughs> so she definitely had, like, what you can gather with a 23. There's two specific pieces of knowledge I'm looking for. Okay. Sorry, I said this before you give your answer. And if it's two rolls, that's fine. Does she miss her status, and does she miss the king? So with a 23... You can tell that she is thankful that he took care of them and that she probably really did enjoy his company. Maybe not necessarily as like a romantic partner, but like maybe she wished that she would have stayed in contact with them to have at least a little bit of a part in Saleh's childhood. But Saleh is in her 20s. It's been like 20 years. She's a woman who knows that her past is her past and there's nothing that she can do to change it. But you can tell that she probably doesn't really miss her past life per se, but there is a bit of like that nostalgia there now that she sees Celia that maybe she misses a few aspects of it, but overall not too much. Yeah. Celia's kind of going through the whole thing. Like, whereas she kind of as her daughter feels like she should feel something for this woman, but it's like, on the other hand, I don't know you. Not really. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of Hawkwood. New beginnings. Yeah. Um, New beginnings. You know, it sounds like maybe you both might have thought there might have been some kind of spark or connection there, and it's not. And that's fine. That happens sometimes. Maybe it'll grow into it. And I think I have an idea how that might happen. What you got, Vic? Well, she used to be the Waterdeep diplomatic envoy with uh, uh, with your father, right? It's kind of how the whole thing happened. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to open up trade with your father again. Might not well, hurt to have a familiar face involved. I'd have to work it out with my father and see how he felt about it, but what would you think? Oh, uh, wait, you want me to go back to being... Oh, no, that is way behind me. I couldn't possibly go back to that life now. And besides, I really don't think the Queen likes me that much. If it makes you feel any better, you wouldn't have to deal with my mother. Vic mm. actually does the teeth suck at that. The... <laughs> the yeah, because you just goofed. What? Twice. What? You goofed twice. Your what? mother is standing in front of you. 
That was my your... stepmother, the one there who raised go. me. Oh no, I it doesn't. I don't mind. That's for the twenty. Darker, shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you. For your entire <laughs> life, she was she was mom. So it, no, it doesn't. You don't have to call me mom. You no, well, I mean your, your mom. She's mom. Like mom, mom. She was mom. Your mom, mom. I'm mom, mom. Okay, that's yeah. not confused <laughs> at all. This couldn't possibly be going better. <laughs> I feel like Victor lives for socially awkward. Yeah, it's, it's and there's not a more socially awkward person than Celeste. Yeah, it's, it's novel to him, so it's, <laughs> it's like it's like absurdist comedy. <laughs> People are bad at talking. What's that like? Yeah, like the the whole thing that I kind of imagine beyond Celeste, you know, having you know the high charisma stat is like she's actually socially awkward as fuck. And she's actually kind of confused at why she convinces so many people to do what she wants because she knows how socially cute. awkward she is. <laughs> pretty That's much. All it is. It's pretty much. Yeah, pretty cute. much. That is all. So, uh, what, uh, what's going on with the queen? Uh, not much anymore. Um, <laughs> that was not in character. Okay, so bad news. It, yeah, we're just kind of on the bad news train here. I'm sorry. Oh god, um, is, she, is she dead? Uh, yeah. So, within the last, like, year or so, uh, th those fucknuts over in Everesca in invaded, and... What? Yeah. We drove them out. Wait, Everesca invaded Evermeet? You guys are sisters. Yeah, you might want to tell them that. It's complicated. Long story short, there was effectively a coup, an asshole took over from within the royal family, and he invaded, and bad shit happened. We're gonna take care of it. Cool. Right. We're gonna kill him. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear Correct. that. Correct! Uh, You're an accomplice now. <laughs> Great. Don't worry, me. you only get prosecuted if we lose. <laughs> Look, regardless of whatever your future holds and whatever nobility you're going to go off and kill that I'm going to pretend that I have no idea about, I might not know you very well, but I'm proud of the woman that you've grown into. You seem to be doing good things in the world. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should have been followed with an I assume. I feel like after she said I'm proud of the woman that you've grown into, literally everybody else in the party just busts out laughing. Maybe even Yarkris falls out of his chair. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure Yarkris is standing because we haven't entered the building yet. No, 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 you guys are sitting in chairs outside. Yeah, no, Yarkris fell. <laughs> he just fell over. He didn't even laugh. He just looked at surprise and on the ground. The even funnier um... thing is, is I'm imagining these are like those tiny little like picnic plastic chairs and Yarkris trying to settle his enormous frame into those tiny kid chairs. <laughs> I mean, that is humorous too. <laughs> oh... He is a big boy. So, by your companions' reactions, maybe I shouldn't be proud? Look, I don't know. Oh no, I'm awesome! It's just, we're dealing with a lot of shit. Listen, ma'am, she is very intricate and very interesting, and a great person to have around when you want to set things on fire. Atta girl. <laughs> For the record, I knew Victor you were my laugh. mom. You, I knew you'd understand. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, the fastest way to solve a problem is to just set it on fire. Mom? Your genes are strong, man. 
I think they overrode some things. I, 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 Pyromania I think is a just, dominant trait. I, I think we just found the spark between us. <laughs> you like fire? I like Literally. fire. Literally, we both love between you. It's really gonna shut. It's really gonna set this relationship ablaze. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hey, it's no longer a candle what, in the wind. What, what's your favorite fire spell? Fireball. <laughs> I immediately give her the biggest bear hug. <laughs> I just love that that's like the okay, most we generic. need to keep up. This is officially a thing. This is this is like the scene from Step Brothers. Did yeah. we just become best friends? Did we just become we... mother and daughter? <laughs> I would love Yorkus is now up. rolling on the ground, laughing his ass off. I would love to get to know you, Saleya. I missed so much of your childhood and your life. Oh, you have no idea. Well, yes, we'll have to catch up. How long are you in town for? Uh, today. Well, we're, well, I can't really give details, but we're about to go do a thing that's important. Big event. Well, yeah. Lots I, of people. Well, I don't really have much going on. I mostly just help Hope run the orphanage, but maybe you could stop by for tea? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I can do this cool thing where I, like, pop from one side of the world to the other in a nanosecond so yeah i'll, I'll stop in for tea sometime that's a nanosecond great yeah well i should probably go hope probably has her ear pressed to the door no nah, she's just sitting that window right there and she kind of like turns and you <laughs> hope like half of her face like through a curtain and then she just like disappears back in <laughs> yes well hope is think i wouldn't notice so uh <laughs> Yarker security assessment. Is that one going to be a problem? No. Oh, Hope? Okay. No, she's... Hope is hot. Nosy. Yes. Sorry, I hate to ask, but we're into some sensitive things. We're not talking about the sensitive things. We kind of did. Did we? <laughs> Mother, and, daughter? And she, like, slaps her slaps her, her legs and stands up. We, we did probably is, say we were going to murder a guy. Yeah, that's where I'm going to call it, because I feel like I don't need to know anymore. Um, Go! You're good. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you happen to have any access to anything that with large amounts of explosive potential? Do you have any big swords? No. Yeah, or or swords or bombs. I think is what she was asking about. Mm. Healing but, items. Uh, if you're looking for explosives, <laughs> if your best bet would probably be dragon fire candles. Ooh, you're the best bomb. Why, why do they have explosive candles? Um, because don't ask questions. Fire. Because smoke is um. An eccentric one. The person who runs the candle shop is named Smoke? Yes. I like him already. Place is weird. Well, you know what they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. We're going there, let's go! <laughs> How okay. similar does Talea and this woman look? Pretty dead on, especially with, like, Sarah having Consider the blue hair. She's even got half blue hair! We dye our hair of the same color! Oh yeah, like that's that's crazy. Oh, speaking of which, I see that uh, I love the color. Uh, your roots are showing really bad. You should probably go. You know, if you go check in, um, Thorin, probably fix that up. Is that something you can press to digitate? Nobody, somebody who can dye your hair. Okay, where's he at? Thor Deer. Sorry, Thor Deer. We're gonna, say, uh, we're gonna go see Thor and Oakenshield. I didn't know he became a barber. Yeah, no, uh, his name is uh, Thordir Rubiglin. Can be a bit much, but he is a great dwarf and he runs the barber shop in town. Uh, okay, 
Um, I'm sorry. I wish I could stay longer. We, no, you I, have, I promise I'll stop back. You have illegal things that I don't need to know about to do. Oh, um, no, they're perfectly legal. It's called vengeance. And that's legal. Is it? Pretty sure he has a bounty on Anything's his Anything's legal if you're convincing enough, ma'am. I like this one. This is Vic. He, he's, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's my lawyer. <laughs> the hell's a lawyer? <laughs> Uh, thanks, Mom. You're the best. And I actually give her another big hug and a kiss on the cheek. Oh, oh. Waves you off. Head back out into... That wasn't an awkward conversation at all. No, not at all. I loved it. I loved every second of it. (laughs) Leia, it could have been worse. Not by much, but it could have. (laughs) She could have not liked me. She liked me, right? I don't know. Um... I actually didn't roll insight for that. All right. Where are we going next, guys? Uh, to see a guy named Smoke because he has fiery things. Does. You know what? Explosives are a good thing. Never mind. Yeah. So you guys make your way through the city and eventually find your way to this quaint little shop that has a sign hanging above the door that says Dragon's Fire Candles. And um, on the windowsills, there is just this cascade of wax from these burning candles that look like candles have just been burning there for months, if not years. And, like, you guys know how, like, the candle shop at the Ohio Renaissance Festival is? Oh, like, God, yeah. It looks like that. I love that And, place. like, obviously it's a mess, but it looks like art. All different colored wax going down. Can yeah. we get that, like, 80-pound beeswax candle? <laughs> how much is that thing? Uh, it's It's like $2,000. So you walk into the shop and you are met with the sight of about every different type of candle that you can imagine and the cacophony of scents that come with said candle shop. This smells amazing. So you see two people in the store, a cheetah tabaxi and a leopard tabaxi. They're both kind of just going about their work. The leopard tabaxi is like helping another customer uh, check out at the moment. And then the cheetah tabaxi notices you and goes, oh, and he walks over to you. Welcome to Dragonfire Candles. What can I do for you? We heard you have things that go boom. <laughs> that we do. <laughs> we're in uh, need of I'm demolition supplies. This be like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing. No, also, we're in need of demolition supplies. We're, you're, we're doing some renovations. Oh, well, I don't have candles that... Of a castle. Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, we, we gotta take that. We gotta take down some old. What you're saying is, we gotta take down some old ruins in order to restructure. Unfortunately, it's masonry, so the bigger the better. Yeah, okay. it's it's well, kind of annoying. I got so to just put it in layman's terms, he has five different levels of candle that do various different uh, types of damage. He has candles that do a D4, a D6, a D8, a D10, and a D12 of damage. Um, so they will do a uh, that die of piercing damage, plus that die of fire, poison, acid, radiant, force, or thunder damage. Oh, so they're shrapnel candles. Joey, I love this, but I, I need to say, these aren't candles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these the are branding is very grenades. misleading on this. Pretty sure these are now called grenades? No, 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 they're candles. Yeah, these these are Mark II frag grenades. Are they like stick-shaped, and they have a, 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 a lightable cloth 
One might call it a wick or a fuse. I, I just like it. They come in various shapes. Uh, <laughs> wait. wait, wait, wait. We've already established that Victor dabbles in alchemy, right? <laughs> a little bit. So, he, he, he distilled alcohol to make it stronger and flammable, which I do still have those bottles because we yes, never we used do. them. we do. We never used them. Like I said, dabbles in alchemy. How long would it take for you to come up with Semtex? We are currently standing in a very nice man's counter to buy some things. Or a nice tabaxi, I guess I should say. Yes. yes. What, what, what is Semtex? Uh, something theoretical that our alchemists back in Evermeet came up with a while back. We haven't been able to actually make it yet, though. You just made sticky grenades, Cannon. How? Yeah, so, no. Pretty much, well, you all look a little confused. So he explains to you the, the base is that it is a little pouch of, like, arcane energy that is, like, compacted with gunpowder, with black powder, and then acted into this eight package and then dipped a, just a few times in wax enough to, like, seal it. And then you can light the fuse, set the candle somewhere, light the fuse, and walk away. It takes about, like, anywhere from... Well, depending on how long the wick is and how thick the wax is around the powder package, anywhere from a few seconds to a few minutes. That's a grenade. Victor oh, raises his hand. <laughs> you know what I you know what I'm already thinking. We we get some we we say you know it's it's covered in wax, so like the outside's gonna be a bit sticky. So how about you know I take these several bags of caltrops and stick caltrops around the outside of these little bags. Or <laughs> or depending on how heavy they are, um like could they be attached to like an arrow? Ooh. Or or could an owl carry them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Has his hand raised. Artemis is a strategic bomber. Uh, um, yes, Victor. I call him Victor. <laughs> like 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 if it's the size of a coconut, could it be carried by a swallow? I mean owl. Uh so Artemis could probably he could probably carry all of them, all the sizes. As far as putting it on an arrow. I would say probably the biggest one you could put on it would be up to the 1d6 one. I mean, it's still not nothing. Especially if it does 2d6. Alright, how much do these cost? Uh, Why do you make Victor. these? Because <laughs> they're fun. <laughs> who is Who buys them? I, I, Apparently I'm us. White Can Fair, we buy look, the recipe? Whitefair doesn't get a lot of <clears throat> travelers, but the ones that we do get get a few i'm just trying to figure it out because you got, look it's not the wildest thing that i've seen a merchant sell okay but they're not candles <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about they have wax and a wick it's a candle yeah. i was gonna say i i, I have an nice argument with the this man's done. logic vic i'm just imagining some let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you something if you lit this to read by would you be upset with the outcome <laughs> Not well, if you do it in less than five seconds. Well, no, obviously, if you're looking for something to read by, you're not going to. Oh, really? So what would you buy if you wanted a light to read by? <laughs> what would you call such an object? I don't know. Are you trying to, like, read to go to sleep? Because I have some chamomile-scented candles that'll knock you right out. No, Vic, you don't, you're not understanding. They spend five I seconds as one. a candle in one instant as an explosive. Yeah, I mean, I have slumbering candles. It's their dual purpose. Looking, if you're looking for something to, like, put you to sleep, I can... 
This is what? and like then he sees Trayvon. He's like, yeah, Trey. He's like, uh, yeah, you guys. Words mean things, though. You guys, you guys have been here before. You bought a slumber. You bought a a, a calming can. Oh. I wasn't here. Did we buy did that or did we live You bought it. You bought a calming can. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. How how sleep inducing are the sleeping candles? Yeah, like, can we turn that recipe up to 11, maybe? It is a con save DC 15. Put people to sleep for up to uh, three hours. Those also might be relevant, though not as exciting. I was going to say, I'm definitely more excited than that route. Yeah, he has, so he has extended life candles, intense flame candles, superior candles, slumber candles, and calming candles. I have a very intensive question about the intense flame. Yeah. What do you mean by intense flame candle? Uh, it sheds bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light additional t- opposed to a regular candle. So it's like a, f- so it's like a flare, kind of. A brighter candle. <laughs> that would be great on many different applications. I'm starting to think this guy is a pretty good business model. Okay, so the largest explosives, how much do they cost? The largest ones, those are 35 gold pieces. Oh, that's nothing. How heavy? How heavy are those? Uh, it's it's a decent size. I think th- like the D twelve ones are like the size of a little bit a little bit bigger than like a softball. We'll take a hundred. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and transport them how? We can carry all of us together. Can carry that. Oh, hang on, we're gonna need a bag of holding for this. We I have a bag of holding. We're gonna need another bag of holding. I don't have a hundred in stock. Does how it- quickly can you have them? What what element do you want? Would not possibly All of them. Less. Hang on, whatever hang on, you hang got. On. Hear me out. Hear me out. And I huddle together with with everybody, and I go stone, acid, heart. Stone That's acid. compelling. Acid's not bad. I was gonna say acid, acid or force. So I'm not melting stone. through, but yes, I'm more thinking. We about only need a damage. few of them. We only need a few of them as acid if we need to melt through something. Also, not very many things are immune to acid. Yeah, was, my my other thought would be force for similar reasons. Yeah, force. True. Is, All right, yeah. how many force, acid, and fire ones can you have ready within twelve hours? Do you have any any that have the element of surprise? <laughs> I mean, they look like candles. It'll be surprising. We're they on a very like high candles. timetable for our right. missions. Uh, I'm sure you understand. When do you need them by? About. 12 to 18 hours at I maximum. Can get you maybe 25? Sounds good. We'll take them. And also oh. any other smaller ones you have. He looks over at the leopard tabaxi who is done ringing up the other person who I had normal and is <laughs> looking at you like y'all are fucking crazy. Uh, and they kind of like hesitantly like scoot by you, get out the front door, and rush off down the street. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're not the ones calling bombs candles. We're about to give you your biggest sale of your life. What's wrong here? And we're not even going to use them anywhere near this city. Our demolition operations are well outside the city. Okay, okay, okay. How many force Uh, ones do you guys need? uh, Let's go 10 force, 10 acid, and 5 fire. 10 fire, 10 force, 5 acid. That is a better number. Okay. Not going to need as much acid. And you don't have to make any extra, but how many D6 ones do you have? Uh, he's got, um, he's got, like, fire, one poison, one acid, 
three force. Three fire, one poison, one acid. Say two radiant. Radiant. And how much for the lot? Oh, for the lot, those are those are ten gold pieces. We're buying a big amount. Come on. Yeah, wait, what's the bulk rate? <laughs> yeah, come oh, on. I'm buying twenty five. Very heavy air quotes one. candles. <laughs> I get like ten percent off. Five, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So that'd be one hundred and twenty gold. I'll give you all the d six for eighty five gold. Deal. <laughs> you don't need deals from my bigger order. Come on, come on. We can work something out here. We'll work oh, something God. out. Oh. Let me make them first. Alright, fair enough. I'm I'm gonna need a a sleep candle and yes. a calming candle, please. So the calming candles are thirty gold pieces a piece, and then for the slumber candles, do you want one hour, two hours, or three hours? One hour's fine. Thirty gold. So and... sixty gold pieces in total. I pull out six platinum. Why? I don't have gold. <laughs> All of my gold you, is in platinum right now. And you make change. <laughs> no, six platinum is actually no six platinum is sixty gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it works. I, I look him dead in the eye. One handle. Just a regular ass candle. Just want a regular candle. A candle. Alright, do you want it scented or non-scented? Do you have a specific color you're looking for? Would not matter less. Well, our normal candles are on that side of the shop. You can go ahead and pick out whichever one you want. Victor picks out just a red candle. A red candle, okay. Like Rose. Uh. (laughs) Sounds like what? Rose. That's fine. He puts a gold on the counter. (laughs) I'll buy... It's only, it's only like... Puts a gold on the counter. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy two of the hour slumber candles. So that's 60 gold. I mean, I, I bought two, I think. I bought one Yarkers. slumber candle. Yeah. Just one. Okay. And you I said did. that these were hour DC 15. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say mine may not be used for that. I, it's your candle, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a short rest? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're you're cool. I was having trouble getting to sleep. This is more. This is more of just a real life fantasy to be able to buy a candle that puts you to sleep immediately. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> fantasy achieved. Yeah. It is. It is with chamomile and lavender and melatonin. Great. Who wants a nap? <laughs> For a little oh extra money, you can buy the ambient candle. Candle. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, you... Chris, I'd like to remind people: please do not light candles and fall asleep with them still lit. Okay, <laughs> this is a PSA. God damn it, geek! I almost spit out my drink. I uh... so now that you've thoroughly ruined my candle shop. What it ruined? That's harsh. We just gave we you your biggest word. profit margin in years. Yeah, no, okay, okay. So next time, next time we come back, we better they better have expanded stock, right? Um, like better... right? <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey, and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Geek as Victor, and Zach as Okta. We'll catch you in the next one. 
Remember, stay weird. Um, I actually didn't roll insight for that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you go back and she's fucking packed up and comment. she's left. <laughs> she's she's like, gone within five minutes. She's like left town. You just see a small, you just see a large brim hat covering her face. I plant a magical tracking her... device on her when I give her a hug. Case. You fucking air have tag your mom. Common. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. <laughs>